Hey everybody, it's Chesco, the Speech Prof, and I want to give you a little heads up uh, and that I'm going to talk about the fact that this is the final episode of Bad Advice Wednesdays. But the podcast isn't ending. Starting next week, Reagan from the At The Nice Guy podcast is going to be joining me permanently here on our new show titled Mr. Pick Me and the Man Hater, which was inspired by one of our favorite hate comments I've ever received. If you already subscribe here, you don't have to do anything else. You're already going to be subscribed to our new show, and you just get to hear the two of us going off on all the horrible things that you hear about the internet. So without further ado, here is the final episode of Bad Advice Wednesdays featuring the same person that I had on for my very first episode of Bad Advice Wednesdays, Amelia Sampson. You want more advice? Dole it out gladly. You want bad advice? Man, I'll give it out gladly. I got some good advice for you. No, you don't. What's up, everybody? This is Chesco, the Speech Prof, and this is Bad Advice Wednesdays, the show where we listen to the worst of what the internet has to offer, and we we try to laugh at it so we don't cry. Uh, and, and today, who the person that's going to help me kind of break down the uh, the horribleness of of the internet is one of my favorite people that I've I've met online. She was the first guest of uh, of, of Bad Advice Wednesdays way back. When I don't even remember how long ago that was, uh, and and now she is going to be technically the final guest. That sounds bad, right? That sounds like I'm I'm ending the show entirely. But we're we're transitioning. We're, we're I'm, I'm making something new. We'll talk about that later. But Amelia, welcome, welcome to Bad Advice Wednesdays. Thank you so much for having <laughs> me, Chesco. I feel so honored to be your first and last guest in this format of the podcast. It is truly an honor. And you saying that I'm one of your favorite people that you've met on the internet is going to sustain me for like a full month. So I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> well, I mean, through you, I got to uh, I got to fall in love with your boyfriend. So, Chesco, mm -hmm. you are coming for my man. <laughs> And you'll, every time I get a message from you, whenever I post a video of him, I'm like, he seems wonderful. You don't look at him. He is, he is the, he's the best. So, I mean, the, the Chesco seal of approval from afar, you know, with how right. much, you know, counts for more than you understand. So I appreciate well, I think, that. I think when we started talking, you guys, I think you just made it public at that point or recently made it public. Um, that you were or right around that that time, uh, and yeah, when did you start the podcast? That's a great question that I should know the answer to. <laughs> that's okay. It was. That's it okay. was. Oh, no, I'm gonna look. Well, t first, all right. While I'm looking that up, how's it going? Tell tell me about like how it's been like being because your thing was about dating. Your podcast or your show, everything yeah. was about like your your at the at that point uh, was about like navigating the dating scene, looking at Tinder, all these profiles. How has that uh, how has that transitioned or changed or has it since you've found love? Yeah, that's a very good question. I get that question a lot, and I love talking about it because from the from the beginning. What, since I've been doing this, people have been commenting like, what happens when you get into a relationship? Like, are we still going to get these videos? And I have always said, I'm only going to date someone who is okay with me being me and like doing what makes me happy. And this makes me happy. And for a very long time, I haven't had to source my own screenshots. People send me just the horrid things that they see on dating apps. So I don't need to be like actively searching. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, it's been really great. And he is so, so supportive. He's always like one of the first people to see my videos every time. Mm -hmm. um, but I've also been trying to kind of transition away from like the dating app stuff mm -hmm. just into more just general comedy, mm -hmm. which is rough because there's so many funny people on TikTok and having a niche is really helpful. Right. But um, it has kind of been that natural transition mm -hmm. in that way. So... Yeah, it's been it's been really good. I'm still doing my thing, just still still having fun with it, and it, it really hasn't affected me in in any way, so, uh, like internet wise. I can tell you, and because I'm you know very similar in the sense that I have uh, I do I do like relationship content, but I also do ADHD content. I also do comedy content. I also do everything yeah. under the sun. Like you're you're someone that absolutely I think will thrive or continue thriving as a personality based kind of creator. Uh, just because you're, you're interesting, right? I think a lot of people rely on the niche and they think they need the niche because, yeah. they, because they think that, oh, that's what people care about. But in reality, you know, why do people, why does somebody follow Amelia Sampson, right? It's not because, oh, she is the Tinder person, 
right? It's because you're interesting. You're fun. Yeah. You're you're funny, right? And and that's that's you 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 become like an internet best friend, right? Yeah. So, Chesco, <laughs> what the heck? I need you to know how much weight like a Chesco compliment holds for me. Okay. It's because I I put like I just admire you so much. Ooh. I think that you're just so incredible at what you do and you're just like so good like from the beginning i've just been like this person just like you're so you're so funny you are so level-headed and so just anytime anytime i get any sort of chesco flowers i'm like i'm doing something right so i really appreciate it no it's been um it's been okay Mm -hmm. with the transitioning into just like general funny stuff Mm -hmm. you know how the algorithms are on tiktok right it's like unless I'm talking about dating or using like the green screen mm-hmm. filter, nothing performs. Right. So it's been it's been interesting. But I made a video yesterday about um, cocktail weenies, okay. which is a total diversion okay. from dating. So um, we're we're jumping into the deep end <laughs> this week. I'm feeling good about just doing a total diversion. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the the thing about TikTok too. And this is probably going to be a very niche conversation. But like, and that's I I started like branching off back when the original like Congress hearings were starting about or all the talk about TikTok was being banned. So this is like fairly early. And I was like, well, I better start growing other places. And I have found that everywhere else is better. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, so that's weird. Good to know. Yeah. That's so good to know. I do think that like the other platforms have been really good at like picking up on TikTok's shortcomings. Mm-hmm. Like I think that they hear all of the frustrations that people have because Instagram specifically recently, I mean, I get the most heinous comments yeah. on Instagram, but like in terms of the the potential to go viral mm-hmm. has gotten so much better mm-hmm. on Instagram. Well, I will, like, I will tell you, it used to be. once you get, cause I know your, uh, your, your Instagram fa- following is still fairly small compared to uh, TikTok. And that one, the beauty of it is once you get bigger, I have noticed that for the first like 24 hours, it's this beautiful, loving comment section of just the people that follow me. And that's only time I read comments now. After that, I'm just done because it, because then it, then it starts spreading to like the, the toxicity of the world. (laughs) And I know it's just going to get so bad. And so I just, that's when I just, that video stops existing in my mind after that point. That's brilliant. It's tough because it's, I have this issue where, like, this is not good for being a content creator mm-hmm. that I, so two parts of this, I was bullied growing up. So like, no. I think that, that <laughs> I know me of all people, <laughs> no, but I was bullied growing up and that, wait, hold on, can I pause me. for a second? That sounds like I was being yeah. really mean to you. Like, like, of course you were bullied. No, no. <laughs> That I I feel like <clears throat> I feel like it's gonna come off like I was like yeah fucking of course Amelia Samson was bullied <laughs> yeah this freak I, I always I no. I mean what's the joke if you're funny you were probably bullied at some point right oh, and you're and we're you know so. absolutely <laughs> and so I no, was not saying did you did not, not deserve you did not deserve that Amelia it's I I w- let me do that. real shock what. That is unacceptable. <laughs> Tell me more. You? Where were you going with this? I can't imagine a world where, where this would happen. No, no, but that's exactly how it is, mm-hmm. though. It's like what? Like I was a theater kid growing mm-hmm. up. Like I was just kind of like a well, that weirdo. okay. Not now, being a now I kid makes you it a makes weirdo. <laughs> but yeah, right. I mean, like I was, I was strange. Yeah. So it did prep me for like this kind of world of like people just picking you apart for like dumb mm-hmm. shit. But, like, I also have grown up now with this, like, need to be the one with the final word. Mm -hmm. And, like, that is just not the best for these comment sections. Like, the people that end up on my videos are just, they just say the dumbest shit. Like, just, like, oh, like, level five yapper. Mm -hmm. That's, like, a new thing. Level five yapper. Like, you know, stuff. Yeah, I, that was one I got yesterday. I was like, "How high does the scale go? <laughs> <laughs> like, is that good? Like, am I?" I mean, that's impressive. It's better than level four, right? If you got to do it, you got to go full. Thank you. Unless, what if it? But what if it, it was like a level one to a hundred? Though maybe he was insulting you. That's the thing. Not What's enough. the scale? Is the scale up to five? Mm-hmm. Like, do I need to keep trying? Mm-hmm. I that's so right. So I get these comments, and I'm like, I have to be the one to say the last word, and I need to get out of that because they that's what they want. They like want you to interact with them, but. Um, right. it's just not, it's not easy for me to just shut it off. So I need to take some of your advice and just only read the comments at the beginning. I mean, I'm, I'm also partially lying. Cause I, I also 
will get it. It's usually, I still do see them. I, it's more so, this is what I'm attempting to do. <laughs> and then I end up right. breaking that advice occasionally and uh, my day is ruined. Because, all right, this is as as an anxiety-ridden person to another anxiety-ridden person. Um, mm-hmm. it, you could get like, I can get a thousand beautiful comments, <laughs> but it'll be that one comment. And I don't, I'm mm-hmm. supposed, I don't think I'm supposed to admit that it gets to me, but I think about it all day long, right? It just gets stuck. Yeah, it's that earworm. Course. And I'm like, how I need to, I need to let them know how dumb they are. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's why they do it. Mm-hmm. It's like, they see all these positive comments. I mean, and this isn't the case for everyone, obviously that's post hate, but I am certain like a big percentage of the people that comment these awful things mm-hmm. do it because they know that it'll get to you. Yeah. It's like, there's just the, Cause why else like comment mm. like, Oh, you're ugly mm. on like a stranger's video. If you don't think that they're going to see it and, or they're going to care about mm-hmm. it. So it's just like when I'm able to like separate myself from that in that sense, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, okay. Like, and there's, they're so the specific, <laughs> the stuff they pick it's, on. Yes. It's like, so I have, I have bad allergies, right? I literally have never known that it looks like I'm crying apparently or high all the time. I just figured, oh, that's my little secret. I have allergies. Nobody will ever know. I, the amount of time, why are you, this is a funny video. Why are you crying, bro? I'm like, I, can you, I want you to think about why do you think my eyes, do you think I'm crying because I'm making a joke about this random thing? Or could there be another reason? Right. Yes, absolutely. And then you want to say something. You want to correct them. That's the, like, I, I cannot not correct them. Right. That's my fatal flaw. Right. It's like, what, do you want them to just walk around thinking they're, they were correct all day long? Yeah, can't I can't let you have no. that. No, not if I can help it. Mm-mm. So I, l- I looked it up. We I released my first episode in June of last year, but we recorded it like three months before that or two or three months before that. So I don't know when. Okay, that makes sense. So is that right around? We, yeah, we went on our first date in March. Okay. And then, yeah, and then we were like official, whatever right. that means, um, beginning of May. Okay. So, so, so that it was right. Sense. That tracks. Perfect. Yeah. Wow. So we've, yeah. we've, we've, this is, this has been your relationship, right? I get the book ended. Yeah. Hopefully. So I have to have you on again in the future because if this is the end of our online relationship, <sighs> that might, ooh. Is this an omen? I hope not. <laughs> I hope. It's, it's all been my plan to swoop in and take him for myself. <laughs> Yeah, you're playing the long game right. here. It might work. <laughs> I had the flu over Christmas, and uh, this stupid cough just won't go away. I've had it for, like, was it five weeks, six weeks now? And, uh, yeah. yeah. I remember you posting Yeah, the doctor that. said That's it could horrible. be up to eight weeks. All right? And so you walk around, and you feel like you're just this plague carrier. I'm like, I swear to God, it's just, I had the flu six weeks ago. And people are like, mm-hmm, thanks for giving me COVID, asshole. And I'm sorry. That's the thing. COVID has made everyone forget that other illnesses exist. Mm -hmm. Like whenever anyone has a cold, I'm like, a what? Right. (laughs) People still get that. It's like the Stone Ages. I'm like, what is that? Like the plague? Or you when you You get a cold? cold. Yeah. When you get a cold, you're like, oh, here is it. Did I get it? Did I? Oh, like better take seven COVID tests. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like it says it says negative, but I'm for sure positive. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. Totally. What else could it be? Well, I'm sorry that you still have this lingering cough. It's very annoying. It's so right. frustrating. It's giving me, it's like the I, worst I think it's giving me sick. a good gravel, though. I think it, it, it gives me a little yeah. more character. I have a, a a young Morgan Freeman. No, I, that's really insulting to Morgan Freeman to say that I. <laughs> <laughs> but it has hints. It, there, you know? There's, there's, it's my, it's me hoping to one day transition and grow up yeah. to be. You're manifesting. <laughs> it's my vocal. Fr- that's not an insult. It's vo- that's a compliment. Yeah, it's my vocal fry, right? That nobody cares yeah. that I have. Right. Right. <laughs> Damn, that's woke, Chesco. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mila. Well, I, I tried to find some clips that I think uh would we could we could discuss and kind of relate to your own life uh, a little bit and you could let and you could give us another perspective on on whether or not these are these are true, right? These are real. These are these are things that men should be listening to and, and applying to their own lives. This first one is uh is one i'm gonna i want just want you to hear the first line just to give you an idea about what you're what you're about to hear three reasons why women are ruined forever i hope this doesn't okay. i hope this i mean it's it's gonna be hard to hear this as a woman i, I yeah i mean I, were, it's, were, it's important that i know this were you aware that you were ruined forever already um you know i 
I've been feeling it, mm. you know, and I haven't known why. Mm. So I'm glad that this man is telling it's me. It's important. I mean, that's what I've learned from the internet is that women wouldn't know what's wrong with them if it were not for men with podcasts. And that's one of the reasons I started my... Thank you for your service, yes. Jessica. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> really, it's it's my hidden meeting. Is I'm I'm actually hoping to share the message from these men uh, under the guise of uh, of comedy, Making fun of mm-hmm. them. Dang, mm-hmm. we're sorry. on to you, Jessica. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> All right, here's here's the here's the first one. Digital apps are the gateway to prostitution. Digital apps are the gateway to prostitution. Oh, I have not been paid yet, so that's I'm a little upset. That's frustrating. That. Right. Yeah, I've been just doing this for free. I don't. I'm not even sure what he means by that. Is that? Do you think that's like a OnlyFans kind of a dig, or is it? Is he? Is he just saying that all women are inherently sex that's workers good, by? You know, I like who. That's pro- it. Probably is an OnlyFans thing because mm-hmm. he didn't say dating apps. Also, who calls it digital apps? Like as opposed right. to what? <laughs> the analog anyway, apps. Gonna... You, know, you don't. You ever had? Right. Uh, yeah, that's what you yeah, get at a re- that's at a restaurant. You get an analog app. Anyway, I feel like I could mince his words. It sounds like English is not his first language, so I'm going to try to not be a dick. But you know, mm-hmm. he he started it. That's fair. Um, that's fair. But but I mean, like, yeah, he must mean OnlyFans because, like, I don't think unless like he's using it as like a. It's like you're like a call girl kind of thing. Right, like right. you can like order like, someone. You, mm-hmm. Well, like uh, on can a I dating app? So as a woman with a large social platform, how often do people, because I know I've heard from other friends, they get talked like, do you, do you have a link? Do you have a spice? Like, how often do men like DM you or comment and ask about that? Kind of often. It's, yeah. it, I think for a while they were using it as like an insult, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, hit us with the link, slut. You know, right? But right. then, like, as if that's the worst possible thing you could do is have <laughs> make lots of money off of men that <laughs> want to see. That's uh, the thing. Like, yeah. th- it's the same kind of mentality as mm-hmm. like if you've slept with more than two people. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I want nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. It's like you just say that you don't want me making decisions for myself. Just say it. You know, mm-hmm. this is like a really complicated way to say that. But I also, if people are actually asking, like, hit me with the link, like, do you think I would not be peddling this out right. like crazy if I was <laughs> right. trying to make money? Like, if I had a link, you would see it. Like, you yeah, it's would not, not like you go on there as a, se- as a little secret for... Uh... <laughs> right. Like, who does yeah. that? I mean, like, uh, you know, mm. unless people are like, you know, trying to hide it from their employer, which right. is one yeah. thing. But it's like, you know, I don't... I very mm. clearly with my presence, don't hide much. Right. So it's like, <laughs> I think that y'all would see it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there would be any, I don't think there would be, there'd be no question. Right. So I do, I do get that. I, I get that message sometimes, but mm-hmm. I don't really know the intent behind it. So well, I, I, think, know, I think salt. the funniest thing to me would be the idea that these men that have such disdain for women that have uh, a, an OnlyFans type site as if those women would ever want to be with a man that thinks so badly of them, as if that's the thing yeah. that's going to get them to turn their ways, as if that opinion is what's going to make them see that clearly they've made wrong choices in life. No, that is that is exactly right. It's like you you can't go lower than zero prospects, you know? Like, there is just – I'm not – I was never – this isn't a loss in my life. Right. <laughs> And the only thing that like really affects me is like feeling the need to say something back to them, you know? Mm-hmm. So like that, you know, they do, it does affect me at the end of the day right. with me needing to, it's my Italian side jumping out. I'm like, I can't mm-hmm. not engage with these idiots, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's so, it's so true. It's like none of these women would touch you with a 10 foot pole. So don't, so don't right. worry about it. But it's the only time that they ever get attention from women is when they're right. enraging them. Right. Then that's, that's all it is. It's the, it's the poking with a stick, hoping that, that they'll, they'll get the attention that nobody's given them in real life. Exactly. Right. And you mentioned the whole, uh, the body count thing. That's also like, it's such a, it's such an absurd thing. Cause they, they, they really, they, have you heard the, uh, the stupid, the lock and the, the key, uh, analogy that they'll, that I've heard that on so many podcasts and it's the dumbest 
thing ever. It also shows that they don't know, uh, or, 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 sorry, let me, I'm going to ADHD moment here. When they talk about like how you can tell when she's been with a lot of guys because of how it feels, it's just this complete uh, misunderstanding or lack of understanding of how a vagina functions. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, right, right. They, like it's- there's, they're admitting that they've never actually, or, or have, have such a rare ex, uh, exposure to uh, a vagina or, and, and what exactly it entails. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what I think it is? It's like when like kids in high school that like have very clearly like never smoked weed right. are like, oh yeah, I was like so stoned yesterday. Like I ate so many Cheetos. And it's like, if you just like talk like you know what you're talking right. about, then like it's, but you like overshare to right. the point where it's like, I don't think you actually know what you're talking about. (laughs) And that's one of those cases. It's like, just Mm -hmm. say you've never been with a woman Mm -hmm. or someone with a vagina. Just say it. Like, Mm -hmm. because clearly that's the case. Like you said, pushing entire humans Mm -hmm. out of a vagina and it's snapping right back into place. Right. Like you, like biologically speaking, have zero idea what you're talking about. And it's just, it's such a funny way for them to tell on themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just so... They just really, they just expose themselves just so flawlessly. Mm-hmm. It's poetry. Mm-hmm. It's well, the only reason they feel small is be- clearly because she's been with a, a guy that has a, a larger member than them. It couldn't just right. be them once again e- exposing some, uh, some, in- some details about themselves. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so uh, pathetic. It's, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, sure. <laughs> we can move along. Yeah. I could go on about this for hours. He, he has more to say. This is still number one uh, that we're oh, on right here. So let's let's. Thank let's God. We are now proud of having sugar daddies. And this is women from actually well-to-do households as well, where even education is there. Oh, what the fuck? I just don't. <laughs> okay. I mean, is he Wait, saying can... like. How do we, what do you think he means by sugar daddy? Also, because I feel like there's an actual definition of it, and there's what yeah. these guys think sugar daddy means. So, yeah, I think that he thinks that a sugar daddy is a guy that just, like, bankrolls everything for mm-hmm. a woman. I think that that must be what they think that it is. Well, and, and But I feel like he would consider himself to be a sugar daddy simply for paying for a date. Right? I feel like yeah, the bar right. for, for him of what a sugar daddy is... Cause, cause you're right, a well. sugar daddy in the, cause that, ex- there's something like, you know, there's, there's, that exists where it's this, yeah, a, a financial relationship where, you know, you, you yeah. can provide that for, for company. It could be, it doesn't even have to be sexual, right? Those kind of things exist. But when they say, they say, they use that term so often, right? Mm-hmm. That they are definitely not talking about that. They are talking about, uh, she only wants me for my money because I, I bought her, you know, TGI Fridays. Does that even exist anymore? But because I took her to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Right and yeah. and paid for the whole meal that she wants me to be her sugar daddy. That's that's no, you're no. It's not. That's not how it functions. That's not how it works. No, this is why I never. When I was still dating, I would never go on dinner dates for the first date, and I would mm. also never let them pay for. Like if we were getting drinks, I would just right. like let's just buy our own drinks because like even if they were like great guys, it was just kind of this like impulse that I had because I'm like I don't want you to feel like I owe you anything mm. for like buying me like a $5 drink, you know, right. like, so it's, it's sad. <laughs> it's like the, the, the expectation or not, not the expectation, like the, the, like how they're, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? Like, anyway, how they're just like understanding <laughs> how uh-huh. a woman is like, mm-hmm. just because like, Oh, maybe we took them out, like we took her out for dinner and she didn't want to see me after that. Right. She must have just been using me for right. my money when it's right. like, could you just maybe like, maybe it's just because you're like difficult to be around and like and, you well, offer to And that's pay. the thing, the, the, the comments from these guys, cause I'll get them. I made a video. I'll, I'll talk about that in a second, roughly about this, this idea, um, a couple of weeks ago. And, and this guy is like, he'll be like showing this horrible disdain for women and everything about them. And it'd be like, and so that's why. I'm single right now is because they only want me for my money. I was, I have a feeling that it has to do with the you, right? I have a feeling that there's maybe a little bit more. <laughs> than yeah. That. Right. Because also that, that connection makes no sense. Like they only, they only want me for my money. So they don't want to be or like, 
don't you right. think that that would mean that they do right. like they would want to be with you like if that was right. actually what they were thinking it's so it's so stupid well and, and i think i feel like your perspective you brought up though where you you actually don't necessarily want them to pay for you is pretty common nowadays it's more common um that than people expect and so but but I th- but they still complain constantly, like where they have to do. Because I, I mentioned this is a long time ago. I started dating my wife. Uh, if it was almost sixteen years ago, right? So I'm that's a long time ago, right? Yeah. Uh, but even even back then, this that same anal- that same uh, narrative was there, right? Like you have to. They're all if you if you don't make enough money, if you don't do certain things. But like I was so broke. I made I mentioned on on TikTok. I made uh, my first year dating my wife. I was a grad student. I was making thirteen thousand dollars a year. Right? Oh my god! If she was with me for my money, then then she that's, that's the bar is even lower than I ever expected. Right, right. But, but what no, did I do? Yeah. We, our our first date, like, and, and it turns out, you know, we we became, you know, we were friends for a few months before we started dating, um, and so she was very aware of how broke I was at the time, and so we went to we actually went to the zoo for our first date, and zoo's expensive, you know, I couldn't afford to yeah. buy, or, and so we bought our own tickets, and that was and amazingly. She stayed with me, right? She she did not uh, do that, and I was broke well into it. Like I make pretty good money now, but well into our relationship, I was so broke. <laughs> and uh, but according to them, that's clearly that's not possible. The only thing, right? Yeah, I mean that's against all odds, Chesco. Like that's clearly a fluke because women only want men with money. So that's the only <laughs> the only thing that exists out there, as opposed to when you actually talk to women who admit to dating guys constantly who don't have any absolutely i was talking about this with liz who if my my podcast co-host um about like the fact that like i don't think i've ever talked to any man who takes these the advice of these people like in the video we're in the middle of watching Mm -hmm. or like andrew tate I've never known any of them to end up in like happy, healthy relationships. Oh yeah. But people are still following like this word, like it's like Mm -hmm. gospel. Mm -hmm. And it's like, do we not care about like data or numbers? Like, do we have Mm -hmm. any sort of like case study of when this has worked? I don't think that we do. So Mm -hmm. it's like, well, they'll know a guy that says it's true, so it has to be true. Right? Yeah. My yeah, I know a guy who knows a guy Mm -hmm. who who has found success, and it's it's just. It just is so irritating because it's like if you why don't you ask women for advice on dating women? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that we and, know. And even though they're taking the advice of of these dating experts, these gurus that are out there, they're still clearly frustrated and angry because their their dating is is they're it's going terrible. So instead of like right. thinking, hmm, maybe this advice is bad, they double down on it and they're like, no, it's just women are evil. That and I'm not I'm not gaslighting them enough i'm not i need to work on my manipulation techniques a bit more in order for them to to see that uh that that i am in fact perfect and there's no work i need to do on myself (laughs) yes it is such a strange thing to like move your own goalposts it's like don't this is clearly this Mm -hmm. is this is now i mean it always was but now it's very obviously a you thing like but they don't have that kind of like lateral thinking (laughs) Mm-hmm. Doesn't exist. No. All right. Let's go to. Uh, let's move on to a second part. Second, no grace or softness. Put zero efforts with an expectation that everything should be done for them. No you, grace or softness. Yes, women now have no grace or softness and expect that everything should be done for them. Damn, that's fucking. That is facts, mm-hmm. my dude. <laughs> I mean, like. The, the idea, their whole like 1950s housewife mm-hmm. view of how women should be is so skewed because like back then the men would have to do everything for them because right. they were staying at home, you know, like they were like right. taking care of the household. And so like. And also there was is this, there, there was, there literally was this manipulation going on because if a woman left, you know, back in the 70s or in the 50s, like you said, women couldn't have bank accounts, right? They couldn't even, that was literally right. a recent phenomenon in roughly my life period, like my lifetime, women have just gotten access to bank accounts. Right. That is absurd. I remember learning about that 
And it explains so much about what they're like, well, women before were, were happy to do all of this stuff. No, they were literally held hostage, right? It did not matter. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So like, I mean, the idea that like, well, like now that you've like lost that like softness, like mm. we don't do anything for you. It's like, yeah, true, King. Mm. This is kind of like, is he kind of a, like a undercover like feminist icon? Right. <laughs> like that's kind of like. Thanks for pointing that, that out. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, like we we mm. don't. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we're What's able it? to do things for ourselves now. And they want like he goes. I feel like these points are also contradictory because in the first one he's saying that he does not want to provide. Basically, he's like, women are only want your money. But in the second point, he's upset that the whole trad wife uh, thing, he, that, that women don't want to be the traditional 1950s stereotypical household. If you if you want that to happen, what do you think was occurring in order for that to uh, – it, it's – That's what – they the, mm-hmm. the A to B thinking is just yeah. lost. They're just so – brainwashed by all of this information that they're taking in from these like awful Mm -hmm. like manosphere Mm -hmm. influencers that it's like they're just at this point they're just robots just kind of spewing out like Mm -hmm. buzzwords and like sentences and they're just all kind of their wires are getting crossed and even unpacking uh the whole like what do you think he means that women want to be served hand over for whatever his exact wording was there uh want, want to be waited on won't don't want to do anything right i think he means that they have you have to do something it's not that that they expect men to do everything it's the idea that men have to do anything is clearly a, a, a this this feminist nightmare for men that they they cannot just exist in a relationship and then be waited on by their servant when they get home from work yeah, this is just like a really long way to say that you're lazy. Right. <laughs> like that's that's kind of like the idea that I'm getting from this. Like mm-hmm. like well, I don't want to have to like bankroll your life and like I don't want to have to like wait on you hand and foot and like da 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 it's like sure, there has mm-hmm. to be balance. But right. that's not what he's saying. No. Like it's very clearly like women have ruined themselves and so I'm not like I'm not taking out the trash. Mm-hmm. It's like you right. I'm not doing the dishes tonight. It's just I like, want to offer oh you God. nothing and expect you to do everything. And if you yeah. can't handle that, then this isn't gonna work out. It's on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you're gonna <laughs> yeah. die alone. Isn't that the worst thing ever, Amelia? With cats. Like uh, the whole thing is like, yeah. uh, I'm like, oh no, fingers crossed. <laughs> right. Well, I, I don't have the, there's another, th- that's another contradictory thing that once again, they're completely oblivious to is that I- I've seen clips where they're like, well, if you don't settle, then you're going to end up lonely. But at the same time, there will be clips where women have it so easy that if you want to date someone, you have so many options that you could mm-hmm. find some. So which is it? Is it that you're going to be lonely forever or that you have it so easy because you have so many options. Right? How can right. you be both at the same time? Yeah, I know. And they if you ask them that, I think their heads would pop off of their necks. Mm-hmm. Like they just they would have something to say. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, well, all the options are bad because right. like you're bad and you're gonna end up alone. It's like how how that doesn't you can't have so many and all of the options and also none. Like you're right. like it's just but they they don't their two brain cells are already working overtime. You mm-hmm. know, they can't, they can't make that connection themselves. Mm-hmm. What's well, either. If you don't, if you don't settle for me, you're going to end up without me. It's like, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like promise. <laughs> Third, feminism has killed their femininity, especially with the younger girls who are Gen Z. They look like smoked up druids walking around. Feminism has killed their femininity, especially with younger girls who are Gen Z. They look like smoked-up druids walking around. Smoked-up druids? Smoked-up druids. I would love to be called that. That's amazing, right? I want to be a smoked-up druid. What the hell? Nobody's ever called me that. Gen Z gets everything. No, that's... (laughs) That is... They are so afraid of feminism, which is they're it's telling on themselves so so much. Like, right? 
they are they're just they're afraid of women feeling empowered and equal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that like i have never it's so like <laughs> what do you think feminism is right like truly like i really want to i just want to sit down with one of them and ask mm-hmm. because they've also like kind of like militarized all of these um women too Mm -hmm. that like are very like outspoken against feminism and it's like what do y'all think that this is like and i know that there's like new wave feminism is like pushing a lot of people away from like the movement because it's like all of these things that it once wasn't la 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 Mm -hmm. whatever it's like the basis of what feminism is the fact that there is any women that are against that Mm -hmm. is so it's just proof that it's just been watered down so much by mm-hmm. this like vitriol from these men. It's pathetic. And like, it was, and, and that's the thing about like uh third wave feminism, however you want to like define it. And is, let me mansplain plain feminism to you, Amelia. If you, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, I'm agreeing with what you're saying, but like the, uh, the idea that it's fractured though, and it's split and it can mean so many different things is a good thing. Right. It, it's, it's because mm-hmm. the reason why the, the first two waves of feminism were so, um, kind of monolithic in a lot of ways and, and very, very focused was because it was, there was so, such a big overarching, like, uh, thing where women couldn't have bank accounts. They couldn't vote before that. Right. It was these, these, these huge things that in order for you, before you could ever get to the idea that women, aren't don't don't have to shave their armpits if they don't want to don't have to um do all these other like different versions of feminism that are out there before you could get to that point you need to be able to establish that you are a human right and so it makes sense why the old the quote-unquote old version of feminism was there because literally when women were treated as property Right. And so this is people that get so mad at the fact that it's splinter, but that's a beautiful thing. If you don't ascribe to one type of feminism, right. If you don't ascribe to eco-feminism, if you don't describe to uh, whatever it is that you're you're talking about, then just don't do that. Right. You don't, you don't have to follow. And that's, you, you can kind of pick your flavor of it and that's still feminism. Right. But they don't, it's, it's, but it's, it's hard to understand. So I think people just assume they, they pick and choose the worst parts or the parts they think are the worst. And they're like, that's all that feminism is. Right. Absolutely. They don't want to have to do any sort of like mental, like brain work to try to understand it. So it's easier just to lump it all together as bad, which is sad Mm -hmm. and dangerous, but it's just, it's what's happening it's we're watching it unfold before us and it's always been obviously there's always been sects of people that are against a good movement Mm -hmm. but now with the internet Mm -hmm. everybody has a voice for better or for worse and it's it's amplifying all of these like horrible narratives Mm -hmm. and spreading them so far and it's just it's like it's the the real pandemic Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> right. Well, is, and it's like is, because the algorithm is feeding you a very specific type of thing too. If everyone you're watching is be, you're being fed is saying that feminism is X, right, and yeah. that's all you're hearing over and over, then of then you know I, I don't, I'm not even mad at people that are that or like some people, <laughs> right, that that are uh, are don't believe that you know what they believe is uh, is part of feminism or that don't believe that they're included in that movement because also. Even traditionally, you know, feminism has been very racist and in, in, uh, yes. throughout. So there, there is a reason why I think there are good reasons to be like, no, fuck that. I don't want to identify Absolutely. with that versus the I think the the one bad reason. And, and this is this probably sounds to me terrible saying this is a man. But the one bad reason is that, you know, men should remain in power. Right. I, I feel comfortable saying yeah. that the that if you're not a feminist because you believe women are weak and should be subservient and that the only way to happiness is if men make all the decisions, that's probably a problematic take. Right. That's I don't I don't yeah. I wouldn't feel comfortable being like, well, that's an okay stance. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I mean, as is as is most things, there have been problematic aspects of movements. Right. But it's like it's not even I mean, these dudes are not like you're saying, they're mm-hmm. not thinking about it in terms of like, oh, but this movement's been like problematic in the sense of like racism and like right. it needs to be more intersectional. Yeah, that's like, not they're the not stuff they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. The people like, that are no, talking really... about that are usually brilliant, right? <laughs> the people that are, 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 are thinking about it as a, as a chess game. 
absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But these people, like this guy we're, we're watching right. right now is 100% not ever, he's not even heard the word intersectional, right. you know, <laughs> like that's a too big a word for Elmo. Right. So it's just, <laughs> it's just so frustrating to hear them talk about this, knowing, knowing exactly what they mean by it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's right. vitriol. I think I've right. said that word already, but it, that's exactly what it mm-hmm. is. Feminist like women are, don't want to be my property. And that is problematic. Yeah. Right. That's exactly, that's what it boils down to. Yeah, it's ruined me from having to do literally any, not having to do literally anything uh, and be yeah. gifted a, a someone who, uh, who will just simply stay with me because there's no other option. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Chesco, how do you, do people send you these videos? How do you come across these? I Sometimes get, I'll see you like <laughs> stitching with a video. I'm like, how did he come across this? I get tagged in a lot of them. Uh, and unfortunately, my YouTube agor- algorithm is because I started, I joined YouTube fairly recently once I started responding to more of these guys. And because I was seeking them out, now they just get served to me. So anytime I go on YouTube, it is red pill no. haven. It is, yeah, it is. No. I cannot, I don't get to look at videos on YouTube anymore because that is literally the only thing that is served up to me on that, uh, on that. Oh, no. Well, and that, the that, worst it, thing is, is, is- it's not even like they're hard to find though. Now, because it's, they're just everywhere. There's so many of them. Yeah. There's thousands of these guys that have, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of followers. Right. And, and you see this, uh, the, the saddest part about it is like, I have a lot of friends that are high school teachers. Um, and they, they're seeing it so pervasive. Right. So these guys are literally preying on, on 16 year old boys. Right, who don't know better, who who are so insecure and whose entire social circle is often gendered to be the boys, right? Mm-hmm. And so they they hear these things and then they have this echo chamber with other boys that have been hearing these same things. And now those, you know, when this started, those boys have grown into men, right? And are now sharing these things. And 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 you know, it's 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 sad because it's that now we're having to unpack this and learn this. You know, I have guys all the time that were like, I didn't even know there was another perspective, right? Cause all I was seeing, all, all I heard growing up was this, this, this super misogynistic, horrible gaslighting, manipulative bullshit. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Have you, have you watched the, uh, the social dilemma, the documentary about Facebook? No. Oh, Chesco, it's so good. It's really, really well done. But it talks a lot about how like the ad platforms Mm -hmm. that these specifically Facebook, but I mean, everything has of like, Mm -hmm. it's also revenue focused Mm -hmm. that like drawing people further and further into these echo chambers are good for the platforms because Mm -hmm. it makes them money because then they're seeing ads that like fit to these narratives that they've Mm -hmm. been brainwashed into thinking. And so it's like these social platforms and like you seeking out this content and then getting served it. Like Mm -hmm. that is so, I feel like it's, there's like a pretty bow tied on it. That's like, Oh, the algorithms, like they're showing us what we like, but Mm -hmm. it's like, it's actually like they're, they're trying to make Mm -hmm. money off of you staying on the platform for as long as possible and pulling people deeper and deeper into that echo chamber is why we're living in such a post-truth era. Mm -hmm. Like it's why QAnon flourishes. It's like, you know that, I don't know if you've seen that gif of the person like mopping up the ocean. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, It's like trying, it's, or like shoveling while they're snowing. That's how it feels. It's like the second that like, you know, one of these guys gets taken down, there's like another, like when Mm -hmm. Andrew Tate went to jail, it's like, you're like, hyped about it for a sec but then like you're like oh shit he's just the like one of the right. biggest ones there are so many of them now it's mm-hmm. terrifying it's, it's, it's really absolutely. it's like trying to mop up the ocean it's too much well even and like i have a 9 year old right and this is and this is where i get to the point where people are like we should get rid of social media i'm like yeah maybe we should uh because like the he'll be like and i'm obviously i know free expression blah, blah, blah. i'm not actually saying to get rid of it but there's I something know, something needs to be done because like he was he literally I'm, I'm sitting next to him. I'll, I'll like, you know, partially monitor what he's watching. I want to give him a little agency because he's to, to be his own person, but I want to make sure he's not being listening to these horrible things. He's looking at Minecraft videos, Lego videos, and, uh, like plants vs. zombie videos. And literally I'm looking at the suggestion bar and there's like a Ben Shapiro video that, that's, and like, what, what, and this is a separate account that's not, it's not like it's getting like, cookies from my account yeah. it's a whole separate thing that i set up for him on his ipad and yet he's it's literally being pushed because it's showing once again 
that young boys that are watching this content, oh, you might also like this yeah. Sneeko, right? Or or whoever the, the the flavor of the month of these horrible dudes are that are being pushed to them. And it's it's absolutely horrific. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible. There has to be some sort of checks and balances. But mm-hmm. I mean, like they I think that these platforms have just like grown too yeah. fast, especially mm-hmm. TikTok. Like, I mean, they've they've gotten it a bit more under control, but like for a while there, specifically during the pandemic, like they could not get this like awful content off the internet quickly right. enough. Like they were like hiding like really awful videos. Like it would be like a cartoon mm-hmm. in the beginning and then it would be like an awful video in the middle of it. And it's mm-hmm. just like when when there is an opportunity for bad actors to like make an impact, mm-hmm. they're going to figure out a way to do it. And like now that they've automated so much of it, they're showing like Ben Shapiro videos to like people watching Minecraft videos. Mm-hmm. That's that is just it's like they're they're trying they're growing too fast and they're mm-hmm. automating too much and the automation is just not up to the standard that we need it to be. And like right. whenever I talk to anyone about this, they're like, well, what's the solution? It's like that's it's not it's not my job, you know? Right. Like right. I don't know I don't know what the solution is, but like there are a You're lot allowed of to be making... upset about something without knowing how yes. to fix that thing. Totally. Yeah. There are people making six figures a year and more, you know, to that are not doing right nearly as much as they should be to keep these platforms. Because if it, if it cuts safe. into their revenue, it's not worth it. Right. It has exactly. to be, yeah, it has to be a solution that still nets them more money somehow. Yes. Yep. A hundred percent. My God. Well, And, and it's my... also even <laughs> here, one last thing about that too is because, and I have, to, it's also a reckon because I think people want to blame parents for not doing enough, but it's also a very, privileged uh kind of take on that right in in the sense that i'm a i i have uh, the ability to monitor my child when he's on there right i yes. i am i'm either working from home or i am you know it's something where i'm allowed to there there's there's only so much parental controls can do right if if i was you know i might give him a phone because he is taking the bus home from school and has to be on his own for a little bit, or because I have to be somewhere else. And, you know, the kids are smart, you know, like my, uh, we had all these, and luckily he didn't use it for any nefarious reasons, but we had all these privacy controls on my son's laptop and he figured it out. He figured out how to get into it because he wanted right. to look up pictures of su- the Super Mario brothers that he could draw. Right. But that drive. So like I said, this very innocent thing, I can see his, his, his browsing history, you know, on, on this thing, this very innocent reason though, was enough that he was able to figure out, Okay, well, I know this password because I've seen them log into their iPad at one point, or I've seen this other thing, right? And he was able to figure out how to ha- like hack into his own computer just because of that. And that's as a nine-year-old, right? To think that yeah. a twelve-year-old or a fourteen-year-old wouldn't be able to do that is is too much. And expecting every parent to be able to have the time and the resources to continually monitor and not be in a situation where the kid might need access to those things, not necessarily social media, but to a phone where they can then access social media is, uh, is, is, is not realistic. And so the companies have to be the ones that are doing more, but it doesn't feel like they are. No, totally, totally. It's also like when I was growing up and the internet, like I grew up with the internet, Mm -hmm. like the the one dangerous place to be were chat rooms. Mm-hmm. Like that was it. And now like, I mean, I don't want to like get into the whole like predator conversation right. because, but, but that's really like, I mean, that's the extreme of it too. Like mm-hmm. they are, everything is dangerous now. Mm-hmm. Like people are like, I know Omegle was like, right. it turned into this just like horrible, you know, uh-huh. awful thing. But like, that was an example of like, mm-hmm. there are, were so many predators on there that were like, and that's why, I mean, it ultimately shut down, but like they seep into these popular places that kids are Mm -hmm. because like, they know that there's such limited exposure for the kids like Roblox. I don't even know Mm -hmm. how Roblox works. And I always hear about it just being this like cesspool for predators. And it's just like, isn't that a game? Mm -hmm. Like what's happening? Like, what is this? Mm -hmm. It's just, it's gotten so bad online and it's gotten out of everyone's hands. So people can have the best intentions and have the most parental controls on. And there's still going to be people that figure Mm -hmm. out how to cause some sort of harm. Right. 
just awful. I feel like it's this is the one uh, area where everyone agrees that the internet is terrible, but for different reasons. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right. Like conservatives hate social media because I'm on it and you're on it. Yeah, right. Yeah, like these guys I are love. Like, yeah, but the, and then we hate it because there it's so. I mean, it's and it's yeah. it does come down to like. Uh, there are obviously certain objective things that I think do people obviously know are wrong. If there's predators, if there's people that are going after kids, like th- those things are obviously going to be shut down. Right. Um, but, uh, but there's, there is, the, I, I even have to admit, like, I don't, I don't know what, it goes back to what you said. I don't know what to do. Right. Because I, yeah. I know that my, I'm not the only one that should be allowed to have an opinion about something. I know that there are certain things that I disagree with, but you know, they still should have access to the internet. Not everything right. where there, there is a line that does get crossed certain times, but it does seem like they tend to censor or strike the people that are speaking out against this stuff more than the people that are doing those things. Yes. Yes. It's horrible. And whenever I like, um, well, what's the word when you like, you get a content strike and then mm. you argue it. What's that word? I like uh, contest it or. Yeah. What's the other word for that? Anyway, whatever. Mm. Let's just use cont- contest sure. it. Challenge. And challenge it. And mm. I'll like submit like the little like right. blurt for it. I always say, I'm like, well, I'm speaking out against the people that are doing bad things. But then there's like all of these, vid- like you're saying, mm-hmm. there's all these videos that like are just like spewing all of this venom all over the place and they are getting like limitless exposure and it it starts to feel nefarious like it starts to feel intentional because it's so common Mm -hmm. and it makes and that makes you question the intention of these platforms because like regardless of whether or not that's their intention like it's that's what's happening Mm -hmm. like the i have had so many i have a trans friend who his whole platform is like spreading awareness about like just a trans experience mm-hmm. and he he's so positive about how he talks about it but so many of his comments are just so hateful and mm. horrible and people will mass report him and then he has dealt with his account being banned like dozens of times mm-hmm. And it's like, there's nobody actually checking what's going on here. It's like, they're just like taking the word of these awful people because there's so many of them and they're so loud. They're taking it as fact. And it's just like pulling us further and further into this like pit of just like Mm -hmm. an awful, just an awful place to be. And it's, it's just so dangerous. Well, and you mentioned the automation aspect of it too. It's like almost impossible to get a hold of a human at these places. Even, yes. even if you're a big creator, I know people that have millions of followers that still their their account will get banned or turned off or something goes wrong, and it's it's almost impossible to reach a human being. Yes, yes. It, I don't think I've ever actually talked to an actual person at TikTok. Right. And then also, like, I know that on Instagram, they were baiting people into buying the blue check mark mm-hmm. to get, it, like, access to an actual person. Right. And I didn't, I didn't buy a blue check mark, mm-hmm. but, like, I know a lot of people who have that have still not seen anything from right. that. So it's just like the fact that they're like, oh, we know that you want this, mm-hmm. but you're still not going to get it is like, well, and it's also, they make sad. it sad. Do you know that for, I, I know if you get, the check mark the old way you don't need to put your personal information on there but i looked into mm-hmm. it because i thought that was a good shiny thing i was like oh i get access to a person when something goes wrong and so i i was going to do it but i said okay but your your legal name has to be on your um your profile in order for that to happen and those of us that are speaking against some of these terrible things on the internet right a lot of us don't have our real names on on there right um because of the the backlash you know for me like if it was just me i would probably have my real name on there but i have children right and i don't i don't want them to then you know be uh you know be targets of anything just because I decided to speak out against, you know, this, this violence against women, right? Cause the, you know, the people yeah. that are committing violence against women also like committing violence against other people. Right. And so there's mm-hmm. a reason why I want to keep there at least a level of anonymity there, but in order to then get access so that I don't get banned or demonetized, which happens all the time on meta, I have to pay money and then put my reels, my information out there. And they keep saying they're going to change it, but they haven't yet. 
Right. I mean, like, that's been the issue all along. Like, when Elon, like, introduced the, like, being able to pay for a check mark, and then Mm -hmm. everybody was, like, changing their names to Elon Musk on Twitter, so they would have, so it would look like him. That's the danger of it, too, Mm -hmm. is, like, and why they want you to have your legal name, because, like, there are so many people that could, like, bait children into like coming and meeting like their favorite celebrity because it says that it's actually them and it's mm-hmm. not actually them so it's like that's that's the th- it's like there are these things in place that are there so that it can like be safer but then mm-hmm. it's not safer for a lot of people like at you not having your name on anything is so i got my first actual death threat mm-hmm. kind of recently mm-hmm. And which was a huge reason that I sped up the moving process like right. I did. I, I broke my lease six months early. Wow. And like the, it was one of those realizations of like that I didn't realize that having my name and people knowing that I'm from Seattle right. was such a like everything online is so accessible. I mean, mm-hmm. now I used the sounds like like an ad or a sponsorship. It's not, I used delete me to like Mm -hmm. get everything taken off the internet. And Mm -hmm. so I feel safer now, but for a while it was so accessible. That's Mm -hmm. it's the issue. Like if there are, if your mission is to call out bad people, bad people are going to make your life hell Mm -hmm. for it. And there's just nothing, there's nothing in place to keep people safe from that. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, this was a great lighthearted conversation, Amelia. <laughs> I don't know our, how that how we got how we I got don't to know, this, but this is great. I we have our uh, I think people came in here expecting a lot more lighthearted comedy, and they got some serious lessons about what it's like to be a creator speaking out against <laughs> you know really terrible toxic people on the internet. Um, yeah. Oh man! Well, yeah, I know is, people are going to leave this episode like. Oof. I'm sad now. I'm sad <laughs> it's, now. It's honestly one of the reasons why, because this is, it, it, people talk about how how quote unquote hard this job is of social media. It's it's not hard from a uh, like a work perspective, right? I don't work no, hard, right. but the yeah. it's all the extra stuff that goes into it that I I I I see a time limit on the amount of time I'll be doing this for. Like I I will do this for as long as it takes, uh, where I feel like I've done some good. And, you know, where I feel like I, I've, I've done my part in trying to kind of counter some of this toxicity before I hand it off the reins and, you know, just, and hope other people will also, you know, it, there, there's a lot of people obviously yeah. doing it, but, um, but I can't do this forever, especially as my kids get, you know, older and older. I, I think I'll probably tail it down a bit because it is, it is very, uh, it's very hard from the having to deal with the fact that this is not just a TV show. Right. It's not normal. Mm-hmm. It's not, you're not, and you don't even get all the benefits like, you know, of being rich and famous. You just get a lot of the negativity with a taste yeah. of the benefits. And so 100%. Yeah. yeah. We're like, it's like how like people in the NFL have like <laughs> a lifespan mm-hmm. physically. I feel like people online have a bit of a lifespan mentally. Right. Like that, that we can, we can put up with this because yeah. it is, it is a little, draining and like you've mentioned a few times when you have to worry about like other people that like you're taking care of Mm -hmm. it changes i would imagine i mean i don't have kids but like i would imagine it changes everything absolutely it's just it's it's just a whole other a whole other layer to think about there's just Mm -hmm. too many bad people in the world it's horrifying uh well that's a great note to end on Should I like tell a joke or something? Uh, like, leave off. Well, here we'll, we'll, we'll let's we'll find something positive to say. Like, what, so okay. real quick, where can people uh, where can people find you on the internet, Amelia? Um, on everything at Amelia Sampson, A M E L I A S A M S O N, all one word. Um, I also have a podcast that I co-host with one of my best friends, Liz. It's called The Holy Hour. H O E. It is not safe for work so do not listen to it on the speakers at work but it is a lot of fun and uh we're both huge fans of chesco's so you know that we're good and for, and for the <laughs> and for the people that are bummed about not being able to find stuff about you online what's your social security number and new address what's yeah that? um it's what? <laughs> here we go um 
And but you should. The Holy Hour is great. I honestly listen to it. Uh, I have to listen to it in headphones because I have very young children uh, in you here. But I really it? do. You're, oh yeah, your podcast is great. Oh my god, we're is gonna that, have to have you on. Me and Liz both love you. Oh I didn't my god, I would that love you to. listen. I would love to. Thank you so much. That means so much. Yeah, we would love to have you on. So we'll oh, absolutely we'll talk offline. We'll, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. I guess here, last thing uh, that I do. Do you have any uh, advice for uh, for people? Just from obviously, you're in a relationship now. But if you were if you were on if someone is on the dating scene and they are hearing all this terrible stuff and they're navigating these these guys that are obviously hearing these things do you have any advice that you have heard either from your followers or from your own experience that would help them kind of avoid being with someone who's going to treat you this way um i mean this is so like woo woo but like trust your gut because more often than not your gut is correct and don't write someone off just because they don't seem like like your type right off the bat because like people kept saying to me like I kind of you should date against type because clearly it hasn't worked for you and you know that was I needed that little that little wake up so trust your gut and um, surprise yourself I guess are my two my two pieces of advice I love to hear it all right thank you thank so you much so much for having me thank and you thank you i always love chatting with you absolutely and i want to i want to have you both on eventually so we'll, we'll get oh. we'll, we'll do a we'll do i'll come on yours you guys come on here and we'll, we'll have some fun love i would love that more than anything